Hello and welcome to How About Them Huskers. My name is Will Noter Francesco, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my grandpa, Husker Dan from Husker Max in the gorgeous city of Omaha, oh, absolutely. Nebraska. Absolutely. Grandpa, how are you doing this fine January Sunday here? We're finally back to recording on Sundays for a couple of weeks, but uh, there's been a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. Um, Husker news wise, basketball, football, everything. But, uh, how, how's life going for you over there in little Omaha, Nebraska? Grandpa? We're having a heat wave today. It's, uh, it's above 25 degrees. So oh, wow. People are yeah. out, you know, washing their cars and, uh, it's just, it's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah, it's, that's, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got a bunch of snow, uh, since we last recorded. Um, and, uh, I, I mean, I know what you're saying that I that I said that we hadn't got a lot of snow. I guess I jinxed that. I also jinxed the Purdue thing because I said Nebraska <laughs> will definitely not beat Purdue, and then we did. But yeah. anyway, maybe we should maybe we should start saying things that'll that will exactly. just just to test yeah. it. But all right, we're gonna go back a little bit. We're gonna go back about two weeks here. So Nick Saban retires from Alabama. If you don't know this already. My guess is you probably had your head buried in the sand or you've been in a coma or something. It's been the biggest news in all of college football uh, this month, and it's probably going to be the next couple months. Uh, is Nick Saban retiring? Uh, and now you have a domino effect, and this does relate to Nebraska. We'll get there. So Kalen DeBoer is the head coach of Washington. He is now hired by Alabama. Jed Fish was the head coach of Arizona. He was hired by Washington to replace Kalen DeBoer. Brent Brennan leaves San Jose State to coach Arizona, and then San Jose State hires Ken uh, Nimu. Uh, I forget how to pronounce his name, but it's it, it, it's a it's a Hawaiian last name. Ken Nimatamalo, I believe is how you pronounce. It. That's probably wrong, but anyway, he was Navy's head coach, coached triple option, and then here's the relation to Nebraska. Chubba Purdy transfers to San Jose State. So the question you have written here, Grandpa, is did Chubba know that? Uh, I'm just going to call him Ken. Uh, did Ken that that Ken was going to be the head coach of San Jose State, or what was the motivation there? Um, so, w- two things from from that whole little list of events. We know that we we know where Trouble Hurt is going, and and then we know kind of the fallout of Nick Saban's hire, obviously. But what is intriguing to you about this grandpa? What, what are you finding interesting from, from Chubba Purdy? Going I, to I find it, I find it really interesting of just the domino effect. Cause I, I, and I didn't know this. I just did the research on it. I knew that DeBoer went to, to, uh, to uh, Alabama and I was saying, well, okay, who took over for Washington? Okay. Okay. Then where did he come from? Then who took, who took his place? And it's like, and then caught up in all this is Chubba. And I, the the first news out of there before before we knew that uh, they were uh, switching, they're hiring a, a triple option head coach at San Jose State. Is that uh, Chubba Purdy? He's, San Jose State is right up by where his brother Brock is with the 49ers. Right. So that could help him make transition uh, getting into the NFL. Comes to see his brother play practice. A uh, you know. Uh, he could have a mini, uh, you know, training or a tryout there for, you know, who who knows scouts and I don't know. So, but if it's going there to run the triple option, <laughs> that's a head scratcher. Yeah, can um, and I won't attempt to pronounce his last name. Said he was going to yeah, probably get away from the triple option, but geez, wheeze. I mean, I, yeah. I, what what is what is a player like Chuba? You know, I don't know. 
would he transfer from there? I mean, I can't imagine that he would fit in with that triple option offense. He's going to get killed, I think. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. Just crazy. Yeah, and we'll see. I don't know. And I think it's probably mostly Chuba just being close to Brock and that kind of stuff. I think Chuba kind of sees the writing on the wall a little bit, maybe, of that he's transferred twice already in his career. Both of them haven't really worked out. It might have worked out if we don't get Dylan Rayola. Uh, but yeah. fortunately for us, unfortunately for Chuba, uh, Matt Rule is an excellent recruiter, and we get uh, Dylan Rella to come to Nebraska. So then that starts that effect of all the quarterbacks transferring out besides Danny Kalen and Dylan Raiola. So there's, there's that. Uh, I think Purdy's just try. if he's going to get in the NFL, it's not going to be as a starter. Uh, he's got the name brand recognition kind of with the Purdy last name, yeah. but other than that, he doesn't really have a lot going for him. And I think being close to Brock is just kind of a, a, a nice thing about San Jose State, and I, I think he's just at, kind of at the point in his college football career where it's just okay. Well, where can I get some personal benefit out of it, of, as is to like location and that kind of stuff? And I bet he's going to try to find some kind of education or whatever. I mean, he, I assuming he has been. He's a smart kid, but um, he was the 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 sad part about that of the three quarterbacks we had last year. He played the best when he had a chance to play in there. Now, yeah, and he played against tougher competition than than what uh uh what uh, the tank commander had uh, Heinrich Harburg um so he came on he played well he can he, I I would love to have had him stay there but yeah and then but this move to San Jose State with a new coach who's going to likely run the trip I don't know I it's it's a head scratcher for me yeah, yeah, we'll see, and and we'll be watching Chuba as always as we watch Logan Smothers uh, lead Jacksonville State, and as we've kind of kept track of Luke McCaffrey and all these other guys that have transferred out of Nebraska that have uh, had some kind of role for for the Huskers these past three years or so. Um, let's talk uh, just some general Husker football news. Uh, Matt Rule hired a new co-offensive coordinator. It is an offensive coordinator. He's also going to be a quarterbacks coach and uh, and co-offensive coordinator with Marcus Satterfield. Um, he, his name's Glenn Thomas. Uh, he was with the Steelers. He coached with rule at temple and at Baylor. So you got that connection as well. And I'm sure that if, if, in being able to pull some guy from the NFL to the college ranks, I, I you're getting an upgrade in, in salary. I would assume, uh, just because he's a co-offensive coordinator as well, but still that's, that's not easy to do. Um, and Dylan Rowell and Danny Kaler are going to be the direct beneficiaries of uh, Glenn Thomas coming into Nebraska. This news broke, I want to say, Wednesday or Thursday this past week, maybe earlier earlier this week. What were your thoughts when you first saw this, Grandpa, and then as you started to dig into it more? Well, I had written about this a few weeks ago. Somebody had written in and said, do you think that that uh, Matt Rule is going to hire an offensive coordinator? And I said, yeah, I, I would, I'd say it's getting real, real close. And I, I – I, I don't want to say I want to brag that I how right I was because I screw up sometimes too. <laughs> but, uh, That's fair. But I I opined I said well you had uh, Josh Martin come in uh, to fill uh, Bob Wager's position as tight ends coach. Uh, Bob had to resign really early right. July or early August something like that. Yeah yeah we talked so, about it yeah. So Josh was a uh, he was a special teams analyst already on the payroll at Nebraska, and he had had some experience coaching tight end. So they moved him to tight end. So I said, well, because uh, people were telling me, well, there's no room for him. I said, yeah, there is. Josh Martin goes back to his 
original role as a as a special teams analyst. So that frees up one spot. And I said, and then uh, Marcus Satterfield, the offensive coordinator, had coached tight ends in the past. I said, well, move him to you know ha- have double duties, offensive coordinator and tight ends. And then that frees up one new position, and that is the quarterbacks coach. Now I didn't, I didn't, wasn't smart enough to figure out that that uh, Thomas would also share the offensive coordinator duties. I thought maybe they would just focus on on quarterbacks, but I think that's a brilliant move by by Rule and a great one for the program of Nebraska. I, I think the two quarterbacks you mentioned, Raiola and, and Danny Kaline, um, they're. That's I'm sure that was part of the deal of coming to Nebraska. I don't I don't think Coach Rule just decided on this thing after the early signing day. And I think this was in the works way, way before that. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I agree. And as you said, that's big for Nebraska football. And just to get someone there that's going to be able to focus with quarterbacks and some guy that's had experience being around quarterbacks at the highest level in the NFL. Uh, and it is the Steelers and they're not, they don't have great quarterbacks at the moment, but still it takes a certain skill set to get to the NFL in the first place. Uh, and if you play like that in college, uh, that's, that's huge for, for the program. So I'm hoping that Glenn Thomas can show Dylan Roll and Danny Kalen the ropes and, and kind of help them uh, develop into the talent we know that they have, especially with Dylan. Um, so that, that's huge just timing wise and, and, and just, uh, personnel wise, I guess as, as well for Nebraska to get Glenn Thomas to come in there. So Matt roll hats off to you again. That's a, another great move. Yep. Uh, let's talk about the Polynesian bowl. We talked about this last episode. This game was on Friday night in Honolulu. Uh, I would really have loved to be there. Uh, but, uh, unfortunately we were in snowy Colorado and grandpa was in snowy Nebraska. Yep. Uh, three, uh, Huskers saw action. You had uh, Dylan Rowell at quarterback, t- t- Carter Nelson at tight end, and then Preston Tamua, uh, who is a Hawaiian native um, on the offensive line. I don't think we mentioned him last week when we listed the players. It was mostly just Carter Nelson and Raiola. Um, but uh, Carter Nelson and Preston Tamua are going to head back to their high schools, finish out their senior year. Uh, Dylan Rowell is enrolling early at Nebraska. That's pretty big uh, it, it, just to get some chemistry going, and they've started winter workouts already. Um, and I mean, I'm not really surprised that Royola enrolled early. There's no point in him staying in high school, the NIL money he can make in college and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. I, I'm sure he's already got a bunch of stuff lined up and it doesn't make sense for him to stay in, stay in high school when he's already transferred to three different high schools. So it's like, okay, well, why do you need to even do that? But, uh, I thought Viola and Carter Nelson played really well. They had two great, uh, hookups. Um, I, I think. I think there was, Carter Nelson caught a touchdown, I believe. Um, no, no, that was that was that was the guy who committed to Tennessee. I forget his oh, name. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. Um, Did you see but, the game by any chance? I was gone Friday night, but I watched highlights. So I've I, I've watched I've watched some of it. I thought they played pretty well, honestly. Um, yeah. Darren Rolla looked really good, uh, and this is against a lot of great like four or five star talent too. It's not a bunch of nobodies out there, right? right. Um, so I, I didn't really think of Preston Tomwell when I was watching those highlights I didn't look for his number or anything like that but uh, I thought Carter Nelson played well I thought Dylan Rolla played well they had a night Carter Nelson had a nice 20 some yard catch from Dylan Rolla that he high pointed in between a safety and a corner which was great Uh, obviously these all-star games it's it's a lot like the Pro Bowl where I mean they're they're trying because they want to win but they also don't want to get injured and then there's that kind of stuff and as grandpa you talked about and, and expressed your concern about last episode last week 
Hopefully none of these guys get injured. None yeah. of them did. A yeah. plus. That's that's yeah. really it. They got experience against some great uh, opposition uh, in in these four and five star prospects, and 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 they played and didn't get injured. And that's all you can really ask for. And and they got some chemistry building together. And Dylan Roll won the longest throw competition. They they do like a kind of a skill showdown thing. Yeah. Dylan Roll won the longest throw competition by quite a bit. Um, so I'm not really surprised there. I think he was the best quarterback there. Uh, but obviously they, it's an all-star game. So they rotate everybody so everybody can play and all that kind of stuff. So he didn't, they, the, these guys didn't play that much, but, uh, when they did, they played pretty well. I thought, you know, the, the other thing, uh, that I was thinking about, and, and I agree with you, everything you said about, uh, about Nelson and, uh, and Royola and, and for that matter, Preston to Amua, um, that, Dylan didn't, he let the game come to him. He wasn't there like, my gosh, I got all these people watching and I got all this pressure on my shoulder and I have to go, you know, I have to, he didn't do that. He let the game come to him. What I, what I, what I saw there was, was a level of maturation that it is. Yeah. And if you're a Husker fan, that's, that has to speak well of, of how he's going to handle himself at Nebraska. Uh, It was, yeah, you're you're right. They they were in there for only a limited amount of time, but uh, he just he let everything come to him. And I wow, that's that's a level of maturity you don't see in in a, an 18 year old kid. No, and his his poise and pocket presence, like he just stood in there. And I know they weren't exactly like throwing everything throwing everything but yeah. the kitchen sink at him. But still, it's like it, it's a game. They're they're four and five star defensive linemen, defensive ends, linebackers coming at you. Like it's not bad people that you're that you're dealing with. And he's just standing in there just throwing balls to Carter Nelson, to whoever, to these Tennessee commits, what and just making it look easy. Uh and sure there's not is also against high school kids who are I mean, they're yeah. all committed somewhere, most of them, but it's still it's against high school kids, so you take that into effect. Uh it's not against college seniors. But Still, just the poise and pocket presence and calmness uh, that it does. He doesn't get rattled, which is yeah. huge, huge for a quarterback and huge for especially a Nebraska quarterback. Just the way that Nebraska's games end up going, where it gets into these pressure moments, kind of, and and there's all it's playing for Nebraska as the quarterback. You have a lot more pressure riding on you than you do at a lot of other programs. There's always the most pressure is always on the quarterback and the head coach at whatever football team you're on. It doesn't matter. Um, and but with Nebraska, it's ten times more than that because it just the how much the fan base cares and, and how invested all the, like Grandpa. You and I have over a hundred episodes talking about Nebraska football. Like that should tell you how much the fan base cares of about this team and, and, and about the success of the, of this team. So his ability to just have that poise and calmness in all situations, even with all these people watching him uh, is just going to be huge for Nebraska because he's not going to be rattled by when he walks into Memorial stadium for the first time against Colorado no. Uh, no. Again, no. for the, for these big games for Ohio state, whoever we end up playing for Oregon, for USC, for UCLA, these big schools that are becoming into Lincoln in the coming years, uh, he's not going to be rattled. And, and that's just big because with a freshman, the one thing, even if they're talented out of their mind, the one thing that is always the, the learning curve on is just 
the experience and how it feels to be in a stadium of 93,000 people, 92,000 people, whatever it is, the big house, 100,000 people at Michigan, just screaming and, 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 and criticizing your every move from the stands and, and whatever's going on and talking to the friends after the game and then getting on a podcast and discussing it for years on end. Um, so it's just huge that he's able to be that calm, uh, pocket presence. He, he reminds me a little bit. He, I mean, he can run, uh, but just the poise reminded me of Tom Brady with the Patriots a little bit of just like it did, nothing got to his head. Uh, he didn't really even seem to acknowledge that there was pressure around him. So it was just super excited to see him in the spring game coming up in April here. The, the other thing I thought that was really outstanding, they were kept talking about Nebraska, Matt Rule, Dylan Raiola, Dominic Raiola, you know, the football program. And it was like, it was like a, an infomercial for the Husker football program. It was, <laughs> if you get a chance, um, you know, they'll, they'll probably replay that game. It, yeah. it, it's just like, I had to pinch myself and say, this is Nebraska. This is, <laughs> it hasn't been to a bowl game. And since Jesus was a baby, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like Johnny Rogers said in, in our interview with him. Um, so I, man, you can't, the publicity that this program got from that and, and who knows what the influence that somebody like Dylan will have on getting other recruits, not only in this class, but there might be another transfer portal coming up in the near future or the, the, the May uh, option. I think there's in April, first part of May, there's another option, but we just, we may never know that how that influence, uh, how that's going to influence other players coming to the, to the program is I, I was blown away by that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just huge. And as you said, infomercial, infomercial for Nebraska football. And that's something that a five and seven team would never really expect. Right. Uh, and it yeah. just, it's just the Matt rule is probably, I mean, this maybe isn't a stretch to say this, but Matt rule is probably the best hire that Nebraska athletics has made besides John Cook, uh, in the last 20 years. Um, it, it, it's just, he, there, he's done so much already in it for a five and seven team, just the energy coming off of this program and how it's affected the fan base and how, the, how people outside of the sphere of influence, which is Nebraska football talk about Nebraska you would expect Nebraska to have gone like eight and five and, and, and maybe lost a bowl game close or, or won it or something like that. And, and gotten to like eight wins or something, or be maybe like a Northwestern season, just the way that they're talking about it. But uh, the fact that we went seven or sorry, five and seven and, and lost the games down the stretch the way we did. Uh, it just shows the kind of the belief that people have in Matt rule and just the way that it looks on the field and the way that it, the, the feeling around it is much different. So, um, Speaking of feeling much different, let's talk some Husker men's basketball. Uh, as we as we talked, Nebraska went in a two-game losing streak after beating number one ranked Purdue. They snapped that losing streak with a 75-69 to win over Northwestern at Pinnacle Bank Arena on Saturday. That ends a seven-game losing streak against Northwestern. Nebraska, this Nebraska basketball team has snapped four different losing streaks to opponents uh in in uh in the college basketball universe 
Um, they snapped a losing streak to Michigan State, which was 11 games. They snapped a losing streak against Kansas State. They snapped one against Indiana and then Purdue, of course, uh, and then Northwestern. So five total um, snapped, which is great for for that program. And Northwestern's kind of been Nebraska's boogeyman the past couple of years. So is Minnesota, just with Big Ten tournament stuff. But uh, Nebraska improves to 14 and five on the season four and four in conference last i checked on the bracketology they're projected as an 11 seed now uh in the tournament so it, that's pretty good uh they're, they're kind of on the edge a little bit uh but I, i'm sure that win will help them because northwestern was not a bad team i believe northwestern was 12 and 5 or something coming into that game as well so um next up for nebraska is tuesday at ohio state 6 p.m central time uh 7 p.m eastern time so that game will be good. I believe Ohio State's team isn't bad. They're not great. They're not like some of the Ohio State teams past. They played Penn State this weekend. I don't know how that game finished, but uh, that'll be an interesting road test for Nebraska there. Uh, Juwan Gary has a strained calf, something to keep note of. Uh, he's day-to-day. Uh, he did not play in the Northwestern game uh, on Saturday, but uh Nebraska, Fred Hoiberg had a press conference talking about how uh, Nebraska, someone asked him about Nebraska having struggles on the road, that kind of stuff. And he was saying, well, we just need to perform the same way at home as we do on the road. And uh, I, I think that's true. Uh, what are your thoughts after this week of Nebraska men's basketball here, Grandpa? What are your what are your thoughts on the team so far? Or is it kind of a reiteration of what we've been saying? Well, the the Juwan uh, Gary, what uh, he got – it was a non-contact injury uh, in the game, oh. before the the Northwestern uh, game, and uh, and everybody thought it was an Achilles heels tear. He was going to be out for the rest of the season. So when I just checked online and and it said, well, it's just a calf strain, and I said, wow, that's a lot better. So he'll be back in the lineup. He's a he's kind of the heart and soul of that basketball team. So getting him back is going to be essential to Nebraska's. Uh, run here uh, toward a uh, an NCAA invitation. Uh, I think if he comes back pretty quickly and, and plays at the level that he was, I think we have a decent chance to uh, go in there. And who knows, maybe Fred uh, Hoiberg gets uh, Nebraska's first NCAA tournament win. Wouldn't that be something? That would be, oh man, that would be fun to oh, watch. Wow. And uh, I, I mean, I would just be excited if Nebraska made the tournament. But holy cow, if they win a game, I'm, I'm, we might not, we might not start partying for a, <laughs> for a month here on the podcast, Grandpa. Um, yeah, and 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 then coming up for them, as I said, Ohio, at Ohio State, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Central this Tuesday. Uh, Juwan Gary, Juwan Gary should be back for that game, is my guess. Um, but that, that Husker, game is going to be on that game is going to be on Peacock, I believe. Oh, okay. So I think it's non-consequential. I see. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll see if we can watch highlights and that kind of stuff. But uh, they usually put the games that no one cares about on Peacock, but we care about it. So, of well, anyway, <laughs> um, Husker women's basketball. Let's move there. Um, the Husker women uh, t- played against Penn State today. Uh, they were getting their butts kicked in the third quarter, uh, 64 to 45 at the end of the third. Uh, they ended up losing the game by only nine, 82 to 73. Penn State was 13 oh. or it was 12 and six on the year. Nebraska drops to 13 and six on the year. Sorry, Penn State was 12 and five on the year. Uh, Nebraska drops to 13 and six on the year. Um, 
they beat the Nebraska did they went one for one this week they beat Michigan a, a good Michigan team yeah. uh, on Wednesday 62 to 43 I believe that game was at home um, so it's kind of been an up and down week for uh, Nebraska women's basketball but uh, playing two teams as good as Penn State and Michigan I'll take a one and one that's fine so what are your what are your thoughts on uh Nebraska's on the, on the women's basketball team here and, and their chances going forward They're They got a big one coming up on Saturday, uh, one o'clock, Iowa. uh, yeah. central time at Iowa, at Iowa, yeah. Iowa, just also Iowa now is a chip on its shoulder. Cause Iowa just yeah. lost to number 18, Ohio state in overtime, 192 today. So Iowa's playing in front with, with some, with some fire under them. I, I mean, Nebraska's probably going to get shellacked. However, I did say that about the Purdue game, and then we won. So <laughs> we'll see. This is the beginning of the experiment. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Gr- Grandpa, what what are your what are your thoughts on women's basketball coming up this week against Iowa, and then on the past week with uh, the Michigan and Penn State games? Yeah, it's you know, it's another one of those you know bubble teams, I guess. Um, I, I hated that they lost today. I'm, I'm excited that they made a game of it at least that's that was kind of incredible um but you know that they, they have uh Britt Prince coming into the program this next uh season and I got I watched uh I watched uh, uh on my phone last night a, a friend of mine who has a granddaughter playing on the team he sent me this link and I so I was able to watch it I was watching the uh, NFL playoff games and then I was watching you know, on my on my phone, uh, watching the game, and they played uh, Miller North, and Miller North is a Class A, ten and four team, and they played them at uh, where Creighton uh, women play their basketball games at the Sokol Arena, uh, down on the Creighton campus, and it was nip and tuck, and uh, and Britt Prince was double and triple team. She still scored nineteen points and had eleven assists, and. Uh, so that's the future right there. We can talk about how the Huskers are doing now, and they have some really good players. Uh, I, I do believe that Britt Prince will have an immediate impact on that on that program. I know it's Class yeah. B that she plays for. I don't care. I've seen her play several times. She does amazing things, and she's not she's not a uh, not a one on one player. She is a she's a team player. She will kill you with an assist, with a rebound, with a steal, with an outside jumper, an inside. It, it, she has so many weapons, and it, it, she makes it look easy. And I've always said you look at anybody who makes something look easy, and it's not. But they're so good at it that they make it look easy. And yeah, I, I think we should try to get her and her mother, who is her coach and prince, uh, on on this uh, on this podcast sometime. I'm gonna try to contact her and see if we can do that. But okay. Yeah. So I, I think the future for Husker women's basketball is, is uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It, and it's not like Nebraska's bad right now either. Uh, in, in adding Britt Prince and all these other pieces, we've talked about some of the other recruits coming in. Uh, it, that's going to be huge as well. So this team is going nowhere, but up, uh, it just seems like Nebraska athletics is going nowhere but up. I saw on Twitter someone had ranked, or I guess it's X now, whatever. Someone had ranked uh, the top 50 ADs 
in all of college sport, college athletics, and Trev Alberts was number seven on that list. So wow. I think he should be higher, but I mean, I could I could see that uh, totally. He's turned. He's really just done wonders for Nebraska. Uh, hiring Matt Rule, uh, volleyball day in Nebraska, giving Fred Hoiberg and uh, and the women's basketball team. Um, with uh, Amy Williams, all the runway that they need um, to, to, to succeed. And uh, he's just done amazing things for all our athletics programs. And uh, he hasn't had a touch of the bowling though. That's been going pretty well. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, one thing with Burt Prince, uh, Elkhorn South uh, beat Lincoln Northwest. I should say they beat, they actually, they ran him out of the building and then out of the state and then out of the country. Uh, they yeah. won 90 to 12. <laughs> now, how does that, I gotta ask you, how does that happen? Because they do, they do a, a thing when you, when you're up, I think it's 30 points in high school basketball that they, the, the clock keeps running, you know, the ball goes yeah. out of place. So you have, you have fewer minutes to score and how they would score 90 points. I can see the 12 points, but I can't see the 90. I, have you, I haven't heard of anything like that. I've never heard of that either. That's that is insanity. 90 <laughs> points. <laughs> That's just how good the Elkhorn South team is. So, uh, or sorry, Elkhorn North, not South. Oh goodness. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I mean that's just crazy, and and as you said, Billy Millard, Millard North sixty six to sixty three, a Class A Millard North, I should say, and and just that team's going to be so good, and Britt Prince will be amazing for Nebraska uh, coming up here next year. Um, that's all we really have on the docket today. I would like, I, since we got some extra time though, I would like to get your thoughts on. We got one more NFL playoff game coming up, and we have the conference championships basically set. Um, what are your? Who do you have in this Chiefs Bills game coming up here uh, tonight, Grandpa? And then who do you, who you who are your picks uh, for who's going to play in the Super Bowl? I know that's maybe a little bit early, but well, you know, I really like Josh uh, Allen, uh, quarterback for the Bills. Um, I, I he has a compelling story. Started out at uh, in Fresno, California, and then he was. He was down at uh, what San Diego or San Diego State, I forget which, and then he he uh, transferred to uh, to play for Craig Bowl at Wyoming. Yeah, and, and Nebraska beat him at while well, we were there. Like yeah, that, yeah, not yeah, be forgotten. yeah. That's yeah. right. But uh, he's just a great player. What is he like? Six four, two forty five, something like that. Yeah, he runs over people. He runs it's like insane. A deer. How would you like to? It's like trying to catch a fifty four Buick. You know, it's like <laughs> smashed. So, but yeah. I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan all the way. Uh, the first professional football game I ever saw was Kansas City Chiefs playing the Houston. Although I guess they were the Oilers back then too. Yeah, uh, and, and we we sneaked into it wasn't even Arrowhead Stadium that was before <laughs> Arrowhead's <laughs> been there forever. And uh, yeah, I just have always been uh, a Kansas City Chief fan, and uh, and I love. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that that's I, I who I want to win is Kansas City. Who I think is going to win is probably Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see. I think the Bill, the the Chiefs, just the way they've played the back half of the season, they obviously played really well in their first round wild card game against the Dolphins. The Dolphins' offense was just atrocious. The Dolphins hadn't been playing well either at the last part of the season, uh, and the and the Chiefs kind of got to rest all their players week 18 because they already had the AFC West locked up. Um, 
but uh, I, I think the Bills will win as well. It would be nice to see the Chiefs kind of get back there, but I, I like to, the the Bills have been so close so many times uh, that I, I just I'd like to see the Bills just get to the AFC Championship game and 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 have a shot at the Super Bowl. I don't think anyone's touching the Ravens the way they're playing right now, but uh, it, it'd just be nice for them to get there. I don't think this game will be the I forget it was twenty twenty one AFC divisional game between these two, which was the thirteen seconds left, Patrick Mahomes yeah, yeah. down the field to tie it and then and then yeah. in overtime the forty two thirty six I believe was the final score of that game. But um I don't think it'll be that. I think it'll still be a really good game. It's in Buffalo. Uh so that's gonna be a really fun atmosphere with Bill's Mafia just going crazy. Um Lions Bucks is going on as we're recording. I last I saw the Lions were up ten three uh on that. But um yeah, it'll be interesting. There have been a lot of close playoff games so far, so that's been a little bit disappointing. But uh, there, there have been there have been two that the 49ers Packers game from last night was fun to watch, and uh, the the Rams Lions game from Wild Card uh, week was was good as well. But hopefully, these uh, championship games will be slightly closer. Yeah, yeah. So it's I I don't I'm not a big a huge NFL fan. I do I have that NFL. Uh, what do they call that red zone? Oh yeah. Yeah. Red zone. Yeah. yeah. I, the Holy I, grail. Cause, Cause I, I mean, Saturdays are just, my eyes are bleeding like about, you know, 11 o'clock uh, Saturday night. I've been watching so much football. So I, I don't have much left in the, in my tank on Sunday. <laughs> That's but, fair. Uh, I, I do get interested in the, in the playoffs and I, I'm with you. I'd like to see close games, um, and that's and I think everybody. If you don't have a dog in the race, you you want to you want to have at least a close game that goes, you know, right. down to the last minute and and. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 anxious to see this season develop, and I don't know. Uh, everybody who I believe gets into the 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 semifinals has to have a, an outstanding quarterback, and with Mahomes, right. Josh Allen. Um, and then uh, Brock Purdy didn't have a great day yesterday, but they no. still ended up winning the game. So, uh, but I, I love the 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 Love kid, the the quarterback for yeah Jordan uh, Love. Yeah, wow, he's uh, he's an up and coming uh, player. Got to look out for that kid. Oh yeah, definitely. And I saw something today that said that he's going to be the Packers are going to make him one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL this offseason, which I totally uh, agree with, but that's just crazy for a kid that has played. I I believe this is his second year uh, with the Packers and it's a very young team. So they'll be back next year and to, to upset the Cowboys the way they, the way they did in, uh, in Dallas, uh, at AT&T Stadium last week and then the way they played against the 49ers and really if if uh if their kicker Anders Carlson doesn't miss that field goal that game's yeah. going to overtime right. Uh, it, or, right or the Packers are driving with a chance to win it and Jordan Love doesn't make that throw uh that, that he ended up doing and that was that was the youth and inexperience that you saw on that the interception yeah. that sealed the game for the 49ers of just the oh I'll chuck it up and hope something happens with not really a receiver in the area so it, it is what it is, but uh, that was a fun game to watch. So, um, all right, I think that is as far as we will take well, it. Well, we got today. we got to make we got to make note of the fact that uh, if we have enough time, we have enough time that this we started our third year. Yes, this, this month we started our third year at doing these podcasts, and we got to thank everybody for listening and downloading and being a part of this. Oh yeah. Time. 
Yeah, definitely. And we, and I should say, uh, I, <laughs> we totally forgot. Usually, usually normal podcasters or people that are with it on like grandpa and I, uh, uh, do something special for their hundredth episode. Nope. We just, uh, grandpa and I had our hundredth episode last week and, uh, we didn't, we, we kind of just forgot. So, uh, but <laughs> anyway, 101. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, the people that have been there since the beginning. Thank you guys very much. You've been our, our first audience and, and, and the audience has stuck with us for everyone that joined us along the way. Uh, we hope it's been a fun journey. We love just talking about Nebraska sports and just honestly, just increasing the Nebraska football community. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's just been, it's just been a lot of fun and three years has flown by like crazy. It's just been awesome. The, the people we've gone to interview with Jordan Westerkamp, Johnny Rogers, uh, all these other great Husker players, uh, and, and Husker journalists, I should say. Um, so it, it's just been, a, it's just been so much fun and we can't thank you guys oh, enough inter- for downloading. We, we um, interviewed an ast- astronaut too. We did. We did interview Clayton Anderson. And when yeah. we were in Orlando, we saw, I, I, I saw a couple of Clayton Anderson things. He's got some pictures up there of him and we we're like, Hey, I, I've interviewed that guy. <laughs> um, so that was, that was really awesome as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just can't thank you guys enough. We've passed uh, over the three years we've had over, uh, we, we've had nearly 12,000 downloads, um, which is all just you guys listening, uh, every week. And we just can't thank you enough. So tell your friends, tell everyone about it, spread the show even more. Uh, we're going to start trying to promote it a little bit more. So grandpa and I could make a little bit of cash from this. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I probably need it more than he does. Cause he's not going to college in a year, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will be back next week with more Husker football news, more basketball news. Maybe win over Iowa if I'm jinxing things correctly now, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Grandpa, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today, and we will talk to you guys next week. And as always, go Big Red!